Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 6th and 7th, 1919, pages 173 through 175. January 6th, 1919. As soon as I got up early in the morning, I could see small groups of Red Army soldiers in the street. Apart from these, the street was deserted. Here and there, a few devout women, prayer books in hand, could be seen going to church or coming home. A few men and women had stepped outside their gates and were looking around timidly, surprised by the change. Eventually, more and more people ventured out into the streets, But this was not yesterday's crowd, and the street had a different look about it. Yesterday, the legionnaires had swaggered along the streets, and many young people were strolling around, especially girls, but also a number of ladies and gentlemen. It seemed as though the Jews had gone into hiding. Once in a while, one would go by, looking frightened. Most of the Poles had white eagles pinned on and seemed confident that now they were in power. Here and there some of the legionnaires rode by in sleighs. Today everything is different. The poor and working class people, mostly Jews, have spilled out into the streets. Young men and women have come out to greet the Red Army soldiers and are talking to them. Apparently quite a few of the soldiers are Jewish and the young people know some of them. The gentry have disappeared. Now the Red Army soldiers and the common people are riding around in sleighs. It looks like a different city. It is fairly quiet, but there are rumors of the arrests of some some legionnaires who had been in hiding. I have been advised to get away somewhere, or at least to move into another house. I have decided not to go anywhere. It will be as God wills. If it be God's will... They will arrest, or even kill me. The way is the same everywhere. I do not feel that I have done any one any harm or committed any crime, and so I am at peace. People say that the Bolsheviks are not behaving as they did at first. They are now treating people courteously and will so long will so long as no one opposes them. I celebrated high mass at the cathedral. It was filled with people. January 7th, 1919. Everything was quiet. The Bolsheviks have announced their takeover in a humane manner. Rumor has it that the Bolsheviks have arrested more than a dozen legionnaires and are carrying out house searches among gentry suspected of having collaborated with the legionnaires. It is said that the legionnaires have retreated to Lentvaris, where some of them were disarmed by the Germans but that later they succeeded in coming to an agreement with the Germans who returned their weapons and took them to Bialystok by rail. From there, they were permitted to go to Poland. For the time being, that is how the legionnaires' campaign has ended. People are speculating about what they had been trying to achieve. Some thought they wanted to show the world that Vilnius is a Polish city. It was even announced that the Lithuanian Council and the Poles had come to an agreement, and the legionnaires had been allowed to operate in Lithuania. 
that Lithuania and Poland were now acting in concert. Another idea was that the Germans allowed the legionnaires to mobilize and take control of Vilnius so that the unruly elements, which irritated the Germans, would thus be forced into the open and eliminated more easily. And yet again, it is rumored that the Germans wanted to create a demonstration for the benefit of the Allies to show they were acting justly and did not support the Bolsheviks. Blessed George here writes of the change that has taken place on the streets of Vilnius. Those that were on the streets when the Polish legionnaires were in charge are now in hiding, now that the Red Army has taken the city, while those who had been in hiding during the brief occupancy of the Polish legionnaires are now boldly walking in the streets and talking with the Bolshevik soldiers. Blessed George says that it feels like a different city. Blessed George writes that he had received advice to leave Vilnius, or at least to move out of the bishop's house into another residence. However, he bravely decided to stay where he was. The shepherd stays with his flock. It reminds me of the story uh, Quo Vadis. During the persecutions of ancient Rome, after the death of Jesus, there is a legend that some had advised St. Peter to leave Rome so that he could run, uh, remain in charge of, of uh, Rome and the church from a distance, in safety. And the legend goes that St. Peter saw a vision of Jesus carrying his cross and walking toward Rome. And Peter asked him, Where are you going, Lord? Quo vadis, Domine? And Jesus says, Well, I'm going to Rome to be crucified once again. And uh, Peter understood that the vicar of Christ couldn't abandon his post. He returned to Rome and he was crucified, but he said that he was not worthy to be crucified and put to death the same way Jesus was, so he asked to be crucified upside down. Blessed George uh, is open to God's will in this entry. He is ready to be arrested or martyred. He knows that he has done nothing wrong. His place as the shepherd is in Vilnius, and he is at peace as he surrenders to the will of God. We see his strong faith evident here. He said Mass in the cathedral with his flock. The Red Army took over Vilnius humanely, he writes. Um, he speaks of some rumors about uh, the political maneuvering between the various factions trying to be in charge of the city. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.